0: Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 40, how to be in the middle of a crisis and keep going anyway. Hello, hello. So glad that you are all here today. I am excited to share this special episode with you. It is a webinar that I recorded just five days after my son had an anaphylactic reaction. I can't wait for you to join me and hear all about what I did wrong and what I did right. So good to see you all. I am so excited to be here and to have the opportunity to share this webinar with each of you about how to be in the middle of a crisis and how to keep going anyway. If I haven't met you yet, I can't wait to meet you, chat with you in person. My name is Chelsea Winterholler and today as we talk about how to be in a crisis and keep going anyway, I'm also going to help you prepare your brain before the crisis even hits. So my son had an anaphylactic reaction last week and today I'm going to tell you all about what worked for us and what didn't work while we were actually on our way to the emergency room. I am going to teach you how to stay calm when you are in that fight or flight mode, right? We all know that. And my favorite part is I'm going to teach you how to help your kid stay calm too. And I don't want to teach you this because I did it perfectly the first time. I actually want to help you teach you this because I tried a few too many things that didn't work. So after a lot of trial and error on our way to the ER, I figured out some things that did work for me and for my son, and I wanna share them with you. So you're in the right place if you want your life to be a little easier than it currently is, or if you are feeling stressed about your child's future or even maybe something in your own future. You are in the right place if you aren't sure how you would react in the middle of a crisis or if you feel fear and anxiety and worry around all of the unknowns that come along with your child's allergy and with your futures. And you're also in the right place if you want to learn. If you want to learn how to feel your emotions, we aren't taught this. And as I have come through and learned how to feel my emotions, I cannot believe how much easier my life is, truly. And you're in the right place if you want to become a person that can recognize what's actually causing the fear for you and for your child, okay? So like I said earlier, my name's Chelsea Winterholler. I'm a certified life coach and I've dedicated my career to you, to moms, to allergy moms, to helping moms find some calm and peace in these stormy waters that we are all trying to get through. And I am truly an expert at teaching all of these tools. And it's not only because I'm a life coach, but also because I am you. I am an allergy mom. So my nine-year-old son Myers has an anaphylactic peanut allergy. Talk about fear right? I know not only how to help my brain manage all of the stress and fear that come along with an allergy and an unknown future, but I also know how to help you help your kids identify and acknowledge the fears that they're feeling. And that's truly why we are here today. So what I am going to teach you today, it really is going to make your life easier. I promise. And that's what we all want. We all want our lives to be easier, right? I do. I know I do. Just a minute of housekeeping. I will answer questions at the end. You can enter those into the Q&A anytime during our call. You can also just pop in and say hi and where you're from if you want. I'd love to know that. Um, and those of you who are here to figure out how to do one-on-one coaching, I'll talk about that at the end, and we'll go over all of the details in that. I also have all my past webinars on my website, so it's winterhollercoaching.com. You can go drop your email in my video vault, and you'll have access to those, and there will be a recording of this webinar there as well, and I'll also email it to you. So thank you so much for giving me your time. Let's just go ahead and jump right in. I do want to give you a tiny bit of backstory that my son is in an outstanding, amazing, I love every bit about it, um, tolerance induction program to get into remission from his allergy. So we have a very specific set of instructions to follow if or when a reaction occurs. So I personally followed all the protocols given to me by my doctor, but your doctor and your plan for your child may be vastly different. So I just wanna make sure that you don't take any of my actions into account for what you should do for you and for your child if they have a reaction. So Friday night. Literally just five days ago, we were at my brother's birthday party and my son ran up to me and he was short of breath and he said, mom, I do not feel good. And I immediately saw swelling in his face and redness in his eyes. And I recognized some intermittent coughing coming along with the shortness of breath. So panic, right? As an allergy mom, you know, this experience, your brain jumps straight to panic and whether it shows on your face or not, (laughs) your brain is jumping straight to panic, right? He was having a reaction to something. So my brain and my mouth were running through all of the different possibilities of the reaction. How was this caused? What did he eat in? What external factors were coming into play, right? But it didn't really matter because right now he was having some symptoms of anaphylaxis so i sat him down and began to get out his medications and a few minutes later hives began to appear on his tummy like his lower tummy and on his back and so I knew that we needed to move forward with our plan. And and this birthday party, let me tell you, was in the boonies, like North Idaho woods. So my husband and I made the best decision that we could at the time. And we jumped in the car and we called our doctor on the way to the emergency room. And the program that we are in, we have 24-7 access to a doctor, which is outstanding, and I cannot even tell you how amazing they were while we were on the phone. But what I want to talk to you about today is what was going through my head and my son's head that helped or didn't help during this stressful hour that we were experiencing, okay? So at first, when we jumped in the car, I did what most human moms would do right I was trying to make my son feel better so I was saying things to him like it's going to be okay and I am here to help you I was saying things like we are in such good hands with the doctors around us and then since I'm a life coach when I realized that like these weren't working I'm like okay I have to help him find a new thought I have to help him find a positive thought right now So I started saying, can you try thinking, my medicine is here to protect me, right? Or um, I even suggested that he think a thought like, my mom and dad are right here to help me. I was like, buddy, does that help? I'm right here to help you. You can picture yourself in this situation, right? And all of those thoughts sound good, good Happy thoughts that should be able to bring some sunshine into this situation. They sound good, but they don't work, you guys. And I know that because I tried it. I literally tried it and I failed. And do you want to know why? Why don't these work when we are in the middle of a crisis? It is because our bodies, our amazing human bodies, go into fight or light. Okay. He was in total panic. My son was in total panic. He was almost hyperventilating. He was repeating over and over to me that I'm fine. I'm fine, mom. His eyes were glazed over. He was in shock. He was completely disconnected from his body. Now this is totally normal. It's totally normal for our brains to disconnect from our body during a crisis. It's completely normal when our brains are in this mode there's actually a physical reaction that occurs okay oxygen leaves your brain it actually leaves your brain and goes to your extremities so have you ever been in this mode and your hands start to sweat it's because all that oxygen is leaving your brain and going out to your extremities you can't think clearly without oxygen so an outside source suggesting all those beautiful thoughts of sunshine and rainbows. It doesn't work. It does not work. In a time of distress, you just can't think a new thought that will make you feel better. And I tried and I tried it with myself a million times. Have you ever had something looming in the future that you are so afraid of? I I try to push this away all of the time. And honestly, my coaching clients too, we try to force a new thought in our brain to make us feel better about our situation, okay? And if you don't believe, or honestly, if you just don't have this knowledge that your thoughts create your feelings in your body, I'm so excited that you are here because that knowledge that thoughts create feelings has changed everything in my life. Everything. And I'm so glad that you're here to be a part of this life changing work because it will work for you too. I promise. So I want to tell you something. When I'm sure you've heard this before, but what you resist persists, right? I am positive that you have heard this before. Myers, right there in the car sitting next to me, was feeling fear he was feeling such an intense amount of fear that he could not think clearly. He couldn't think clearly to choose a different thought that would make him feel calm. He was in that fight or flight mode, right? And not only that, but he was resisting it. He was resisting the fear. I told you what he kept saying to me over and over and over again. He said, I'm fine, mom, I'm fine. (coughs) Offing, swollen face. Hives spreading across his body. Really, mom, I'm fine. No, you're not. I could see the tightness in his chest and in his shoulders. And I could see the panic in his eyes. He was not fine. He was very obviously not fine. Hives and coughing and swelling is not what I constitute as fine. But do you know what he was doing? He was resisting the fear He was afraid that if he indulged in the fear, it would completely encompass him. Myers isn't alone, right? We all do this, each and every one of you here today. You push away your emotions because you don't want them to completely encompass you. So this is what worked for Myers, and it will work for you too. And I know this because literally this week I've coached four women, four moms on feeling their fear, fear of their in-laws, fear of their future relationship with their spouse, fear of losing a child, fear of moving forward with a career change. We all push away our emotions, but we also know that what you resist persists okay so do you know what i did that finally helped my son who was sitting next to me in the car with symptoms of anaphylaxis i finally asked him what he was afraid of the second that i did this he poured out his soul you guys Kids are so amazing at this, like actually telling the truth about their fears, right? And it's possible for adults to do that too. You can learn how to do it, but kids are so good at it. He kind of lost it. He started sobbing and crying and just spilled his brain to me. He said, I am so scared of the EpiPen. I'm so scared that it will hurt. I'm scared that the doctors are gonna have to give me an IV. I'm so scared that I'll have to get a second EpiPen, mom. Because last time, he did. He had to get two EpiPens and steroids and shots and IVs and the whole gamut. Over and over and over to me, he repeated his fears. And do you know what I did? not what I was doing before. I wasn't trying to fix his emotions right then. Instead, I listened and I hugged him and I told him it was scary. I literally validated his feelings. I did not try to fix them. And guess what? It worked. He finally, after he was able to get all of that out, he released I literally saw his body release. I saw his shoulders lighten. I saw his heart rate decrease a little bit. I saw his entire demeanor shift. His body had not been freed from the hives or the swelling, but his mind, his mind had been freed. And it was because he acknowledged his fears. He named them. He named all of them. Naming something begins to take away its power. It's, it's like Harry Potter, right? <laughs> Forever and ever they would call him he who shall not be named. But the moment that Harry said, Lord Voldemort, it took away a little of his power. He was able to get some courage, right? He was able to take some power away from all of the fear surrounding his name you have to acknowledge your fears for them to begin to dissipate. Now, I live from the belief that there is no such thing as an unhealthy emotion. I believe that fighting against emotions is actually unhealthy, okay? Emotions are here for us. They are literally here to help us. They are just vibrations in our body. That's it. I was doing everything that I could to help Myers with medications, talking to the doctor on the phone, heading to the hospital, excuse me. But really the only thing that I could actually help him with on that car ride was his emotions. And if you increase your ability to feel all emotions, You can teach your kid to do it too. You can handle anything in your life and any emotion in your life and not because you're ignoring it, because you're actually feeling your emotions. You're finally feeling them. The thing that is actually unhealthy, you guys, is our unwillingness to feel normal human emotions. Fear. We're supposed to feel it as a human stress and worry. We are supposed to feel these things and they are not bad. They're actually here to protect us. It was so unhealthy for Myers to sit there and hold all that fear in, to sit there and stew in his mind about all of the worst case scenarios and tell himself to ignore them all. He was actually vocalizing to me, you guys. I am fine trying so hard to push away his fear as his body was covered in hives and struggling to breathe. What was healthy for him? What finally gave him some relief was actually speaking his fears. It was expressing them and acknowledging them, just like Harry Potter, right? It takes so much energy to resist fear. It takes energy from our mind and energy in our body. And I cannot afford, when my son is in the middle of an anaphylactic situation, for him to take energy from his body. I need his body to do exactly what it was supposed to do and fight back, right? He was tight and he was tense and his shoulders and chest were heavy. And in his mind, he was in that fight or flight mode. Fighting against fear and stress and worry is unhealthy. It is normal and healthy to feel these things. Now I'm not naive. I know that there are exceptions to everything. And I get that when you are gonna go skydive or jump out of a plane, right? You do need to just conquer your fears to the point that you make the jump. But even then, even then, I know that speaking your fears will do wonders for your experience you really are capable of feeling fear you really truly are and your child is too so now you get to decide what do you want your relationship to be with this emotion in particular with fear or with stress or with worry do you want to hide it and push it away like myers was doing or do you want to talk about it? Do you even want to talk to it? Right? Tell fear all of your worries. Invite it to come along with you here and there. Get uncomfortable now, right now, so that when you're in the middle of a life threatening crisis, you totally know fear. You know exactly what it feels like in your body, you know what it sounds like, and you know what it looks like for you individually. And best of all, you know how to help your body acknowledge it and release it so that you can keep going, so that you can keep going, okay? Hey, I would love to take a couple questions. And while you are typing questions, you can type them in the Q&A. While you're typing questions, um, I am going to answer one comment and question that I get all of the time. Um, Sometimes people are like, well, now I know all this. Now I'm freaking out (laughs) that my kid is going to have a reaction before it even happens. (laughs) I get it. Um, I've been a little more high strung since this experience. It was only a few days ago and that's normal. I'm giving myself some grace there, right? But do you want to know what you should do? If you are looking at me right now and you're like, now I'm just freaking out. I don't know how to do any of those things. I want you to grab a pen and grab a piece of paper. And at the top of it, I want you to write your biggest fear. It could be, it could literally be that you have to eat dinner with your in-laws next week, or it could be a conversation that you're dreading with your spouse. It could be that you think you're gonna get fired from your job, or that you are worried about your kid's SAT, that they're gonna fail, that they're not gonna go to college, they're not gonna get into any colleges. Write your fear at the top, okay? And then I want you to spend 15 minutes, set a timer, spend 15 minutes writing down all of your fears. Just like I had Meyers speak them, get them out of your brain and into the air, onto a piece of paper, whatever it may be. That is literally the first step in learning how to feel it. You might cry and scream while you're writing it down. I have I have so many times. I write, I do this exercise all the time. I'm not just telling you to do it, right? I've cried and worried and let my brain go to the craziest places. And do you know what? During that, I'm like, this is fear. This is what I'm afraid of. And your heart rate might go up as you're doing this. But as you go through this practice, I promise you, you are teaching your brain and your body how to feel fear and it will prepare you for that uncomfortable moment when you're actually in the thick of things, when you're actually in the car with your child in anaphylaxis, when you're actually sitting at the dinner table with your in-laws that you, and you don't want to be there. Teach yourself to be uncomfortable and to feel the fear. It is the only way through. I promise you. Okay, I am going to jump over to this Q&A. Oh, hi, Sarah. Hello from Montana. I'm a Montana girl. Love that. Okay, what else has helped? I feel like I need more tools than just that one. Yes, I have so many tools for you. I want to share them all with you. I would love to. I will share another one. Um, Breathing. I have been taking a breathwork course just the past couple of months and holy moly, it is so amazing. It has helped me learn how my body connects to my brain in such amazing ways. So after Myers had released all of his fears, I had him do breathwork, which I know that's interesting, right? Because his breath was a little constricted from his allergen, but I just adjusted and worked with what he was able to do. So typically I would have a healthy child breathe in for six seconds and breathe out for seven seconds. I altered it for Myers. I just had him breathe in for three seconds and out for four seconds. I had him count in his head. Okay. And after his reaction, the next day, he told me that breathing was the thing that helped him most. So looking back, his brain was like, that's when I started to calm down, which I can see why he would think that he computed that calm to those deep cleansing breaths, right? But he wouldn't have been able to take the deep breaths Until he spoke his fears. I actually was, I actually tried to get him to take deep breaths before he listed his fears out. He couldn't do it. It didn't work because his brain was in fight or flight, right? Because his brain was in this crazy, crazy area where he could not think clearly. He needed to get some oxygen back to his brain before he could logically even count. To three. Isn't that amazing? So breathing, try it with your kids. And I would suggest to try it not just when you're in the middle of a reaction. I would suggest that you try it when you're at the dinner table or maybe before bed, teach your kids how to do deep cleansing breaths. And there's so many, I don't need to teach you all of them. There's so many things online. you have access to all of those, right? Okay, let's do another one. This is a great question. I don't understand how you can say there are no bad emotions. I get that. I, I didn't used to believe it. And honestly, I'm just now learning it. Okay. So I really do believe that we were given emotions to learn and grow. So I'm learning to stop treating fear has the bad guy. And I'm learning, like I said, I'm just learning as I go. So this is another thing that I do. I talk to my emotions like they're another person. So I'm like, "Hey, fear. Thanks for being here with me. I know that you are just trying to protect me and you think that you're protecting me from going through something really, really hard." Right now, I'm just going to write down all the things that scare me about you. You can sit right here next to me while I do it. And it's gonna be uncomfortable for both of us. Like you're watching me write all the things I'm afraid of about you and me finally allowing these emotions to come along with me. Thank you so much, Fear, for doing your best to protect me. Let's work together. Let's move through this together so we can keep going anyway, right? You guys, there are no bad emotions promise. They're just emotions that we can learn and we can grow from. Okay. I have a lot of questions about more details, Um, like what did he react to and did we have to use an epi and how long were the symptoms and um, all details like that. So, um, that's more details on my specific program right um, once he got we have we have prescribed medications that we keep with us and once he was able to take some of those prescribed medications while we were in the parking lot at the emergency room he um, about 10 minutes later his body started to calm down and the entire time we were on the phone with our provider which was so wonderful and helpful um, we're not totally positive what he reacted to there were some outside influences um at the at the party that we were at um but we do every afternoon we dose and we he's he eats peanut every afternoon and a long time after he ate his dose he was wrestling on a carpet with tons and tons of dander that his body wasn't used to so we think that his body just got really excited and was like, what's going on with all this dander? Um, and his histamines kind of jumped up and then it recognized the peanut. So we're not totally positive, but um, that's, that's what we're leaning towards right now. Thanks for asking friends. Um, okay, that's all the time I have, but you have got this. I promise that you can be in the middle of a crisis and you can keep going anyway. And remember that you have options. You can get everything you're afraid of out of your brain before it even happens. You can do it today. I would tell you to do it today. And you can do that when you're in the middle of it also. You can breathe. You can talk to your fear, invite it to come along with you, okay? Thank you so much for coming. That is the class that I have for you today. And I would just like to show those of you who want to work with me further, um, you can go to my website, winnerhollercoaching.com, and schedule a free mini session, okay? And if you do this, this is what I can promise to you, your life will be made easier. I promise that it will. I um, We do 15 sessions. It's 15 to freedom. I talk on my podcast. If you haven't followed my podcast yet, I would love you to go take a listen. Um, It's called Food Allergy Freedom for Moms. And um, the program that I offer is 15 sessions to teach you how, teach your brain some amazing tools about how to find emotional freedom. So I um, would invite you to do that. Like I said, just go to winterhollercoaching.com, schedule your free mini session. And just so you know, um, I do this webinar every single month. So my next class will be June 8th at 9am. So you can sign up. the link that you'll be emailed if you're here i will email you a link and i um i hope to see you there it's great i'd love to have the opportunity to connect with you guys for you to ask me questions and i i'm here i'm here for you and i'm in it with you we are in the thick of it too so i'm so grateful that you were able to take some time out this morning 30 minutes i know that's a lot but I'm glad that you are able to take time out this morning and reach out to me on social media, through my website. Go watch those past webinars. I promise they will make your brain change and make everything in your life easier, not just your kids' allergies. Thank you so much for being here, guys. I can't wait to meet you. Talk to you soon. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winterhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.